0: Hi, it's Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Monday, September 28th, 2020, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Normally, we go live at 10.30 a.m. Today, we did 11 a.m. I just had a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. It wasn't like a planned thing or anything like that, so... uh so we apologize for being a half hour late. At least we're showing up. Just not a, not a lot of meat on the bone as far as the schedule goes. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over tonight's Monday Night Football game. Just a little game. You know, a game that not a lot of people care about. But uh, it's a game nonetheless. Just the two best teams in the NFL going at it on uh, in primetime. Then we've got... Uh, the NBA Finals have been established. It's the Miami Heat and uh, it's been and the LA Lakers. LeBron's former coach up against LeBron and uh, Jimmy Butler, the guy who kind of like came in to the league unheralded and kind of has a chip on his shoulder against the guy who was you know known since he was in high school that he was the second coming. And then uh, you know we've got the N- N- M- MLB playoffs which start tomorrow, and uh, you know a little bit of commentary on that as well. And we've got Game Six of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals um, as well. So, uh, yeah, we got a little bit to talk about. And, uh, of course, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Be sure you smash that like button. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and, uh, of course, all that good stuff. Anyway, speaking about friends and neighbors, I'm bringing Brian Bittler here and the Puck Dogs. Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, super excited. Chris,
1: how are you doing? Morning. Morning. Doing well. How are you?
0: How about you, Rod? That's frozen. That's frozen. frozen.
1: There
0: wow. he we go. Anyways, oh. uh, I tell you, yesterday I second guessed myself right out of some profits in the NFL. You know, I talked about how great Aaron Rodgers was, and then I go ahead and take the Saints. It's like, I mean, <laughs> if you don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest players, greatest quarterbacks, and you think they it's passed him by, whatever, think again. I mean, he's got nothing. He's got nothing to work with again. And he still gets it done. I mean
2: imagine. I think he had the right side, Mitch. It just didn't win.
0: Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean
2: if the fan noise was normal in New Orleans, this is a normal it year.
3: It wasn't. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't. I, I there's, Drew Brees just does is not nearly as good as Aaron Rodgers. And that's really what that game came down to. Is that Aaron Rodgers was way better. Just way better. And it's like he could hit those long passes down the field over, over his receiver's shoulder that the defenders have no chance of getting while Drew Brees gets bailed out by Alvin Kamara because the Packers' defense is Swiss cheese. They struggle with fast running backs, and they struggled with them last year in the playoffs against the 49ers when they gave up 1,100 yards rushing in one game. And then they struggled last night again with Kamara with some embarrassing runs. Right. I mean, just embarrassing, but it's like, if you don't have a quarterback that can make those throws, which rubies can't, then you're not going to beat quarterbacks that can, when your defense can't stop them. Janoris Jenkins, you're way better than that. And to make those just ridiculous penalties, ridiculous, you know, just the saints, you know, I thought it was a flag fest in, in, you know, in the Raiders. And I thought that a lot of that was, you know, just, you know, bad officiating. But we saw last night that it was just poor play from the Saints in that one. I'm going to say that – I'm going to still go back and say that, you know, they got bad calls in Las Vegas. But um, last night, they had no excuses for the crap that they – No, that Packer
2: tie-in pushed
0: off on that – on Jenkins uh, that last touchdown. Wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't – they had no answers. They had no answers.
2: Loss is a loss.
0: I took a loss in that
2: one, but yeah. you know, overall, three and two day, I'll take it. But I, I really am upset about the Saints and the way they played, and uh, the other game, what the hell, the Broncos really let me down. I thought the Broncos
0: didn't play as good as I thought they would. Broncos were terrible. Um, they, you know, they put Rip in as quarterback. I mean, that's how bad things got.
2: And I mad at myself over the Panthers because I, I I had money on the Panthers, but not nearly as much as I should have. So, yeah.
0: yeah, I you know. I think that um, you know there was a few games that where the ball just bounced against me, and that's going to happen in the course of an NFL season. And you know, yeah, I think yesterday was one of those days that you kind of say, "I lost." It was it was not good. It's it was certainly there's better days ahead. Days like that are going to happen. No one's going to have 17 winning weeks in the NFL regular season. And if you know, you just I'm just glad I didn't get swept. You know, it's like at least I, Earlier, At least I always have the Jets to bet against, right?
2: Early on, I was feeling I was feeling my Wheaties, and then you know, kind of chilled out the rest of the day because we had some nice comebacks I, there. I had the
0: so. ti- I had the Titans, and it's like number one. After I put the bet, after I put the bet in, and after I also put it in as a premium pick, the first thing that came through my mind is why didn't I just put that in on the money line because they play in so many tight games and it, the money line wasn't that bad. And then the other the and and then, I knew that whole game. We were on a bad number. I said it to my wife. She was like, "Yeah, but you know, whatever." And I said, "No, we're on a bad number here. Is is what we are." And I explained to her how it works. She's like, "Oh yeah, you're on a bad number." Said, uh, it seemed are, like the
2: Vikings were in control the whole game until uh, they choked in the fourth quarter. Not really.
0: It was, I thought the Titans. were Yeah, right. I felt
2: confident the whole way through with the
0: Vikings. I, oh, I I felt really confident the whole way through with the Titans, but it, we just it, the, the whole game came down to you know a two point conversion that was earlier in the game, and when they didn't get the two point conversion, we were still on the bad number for me. A good number for you. Um, it was a, it was a good number for you. It was a bad number for me. And it's like when you are on that bad number, there is you know. It, then you know, you know, they're going to go for the field goal for the win, you know. Just like, you know, it, it it's once the Texans game went to seven instead of the Steelers kicking the field goal, we were dead, you know. Yeah. It's like there's certain times you're just on a number where it's like, you know, you're, they're betting the number, you know. It's like you know that the, the number is, is just bad news, right. It's like there's certain numbers. And certain point spreads, and you're on certain side of it that it's good news or it's bad news. And we, I was on the bad news of the point of the number in, in those two games, I knew it, you know. And I think it's, it's like you know it, and there's nothing you can do except beat yourself up for the entire How awesome was the Bears back <laughs> yesterday what? over the
2: Falcons? Once they put folds in, they couldn't
0: stop them, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, that game pretty much played out how, how we thought, you know.
2: I, I had a, one of the guy, one of the customers text me and complain how I ruined his uh, parlay or bet with the Bears, and I said, are you watching the game? I said, they're down by three with the ball, so uh, not to call that guy out or anything like that, but I get those kind of texts all the time, people that give up on a game, and then they'll send you a nasty message or something like that.
0: Well, I always say, man, it's like I'm always I'm never one of these guys that sit here. I'm on the 14 and six run or anything like that. You guys never hear me say anything like that. And I'll tell you what, I try not to beat myself up so bad on the on the on the days like yesterday. But um, you know, it it doesn't feel any better. That's for sure. You know, it doesn't feel any better. And anyone who bought my package yesterday, email me and uh, I'll give you a free uh, I'll give you a free one week consensus report. How about that,
2: I'm ready to rock and roll tonight.
0: Anyone that bought, an, anyone that bought any losing package yesterday, email me and I'll give you a free one-week consensus report. How about that, Rods, Chris's, anything, Brian, anybody? If you bought a losing package yesterday? Email me, Mitch at PickDogs.com. I'll be out a lot of the morning, but um, I'll be back before the the game tonight. So don't expect that. Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I will. Um, I will I will get that to you though, and uh, I'll I'll put together a coupon code actually before I leave, and I'll be able to do it on the road. I'll make it something easy, but um, yeah, it's just I felt so bad about it. It was it was like I I had such a big day Saturday that it's like I didn't even really feel it in the bankroll. I lost you know, it ended up that I lost like maybe a thousand dollars you know, but I had won you know, <laughs> I had won thrown out of sportsbook money on on Saturday, you know, so. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was more that, you know, I had, I had sold those picks to people. And I felt bad about it. A lot of people bought guaranteed, and they, they get a credit. But to me, it's like, it doesn't feel any better, man, especially that Titans pick. To me, it was like, I, can, I, can, I understand that I lost the Cardinals game because they're a bunch of dogs. I understand that, right? I understand that I just made a bad pick in that game, and I should have stuck with Seattle, right, who I liked all the way. And, you know, um, but the thing is, I probably would have still had the Cardinals, you know, and I don't know. It's like Lions man,
2: really had their backs to the wall. Now. I mean, me and you saw it doesn't matter if they stink.
0: The reason why their backs are to the wall is because they stink. It's like there's not there's they're, going zero and 16 in the NFL isn't like this impossible thing. Way more teams go zero and 16 than go then go 16 and oh way more. It, it happens way more often. 1 and 15, 0 and 16, 2 and 14 happens way more often than 14 and 2, uh, 16 and 0, and 15 and 1. Way more often. I think 15 and 1, I think I've seen it one, once. I think I've seen 15 and 1 once. If anyone can name to me another 15 and 1 outside the, outside the 86 Bears, I don't know. I don't think there has been one.
1: Major, no, the Steelers in the 2000s in the somewhere had a 15 and 1. Yeah, I gotta, I'll, I'll find it. I remember yeah, it was fifteen. It's, and 1 it's so
0: rare, though, right? Fifteen and one is rare. One and fifteen, you know, two and fourteen. It seems that it happens all the time. You know, three and 13, 13 and three. I mean, See,
2: other than the Jets, I really like zero and two teams that are playing on uh, Two and zero
0: teams. It's just for me. I don't know. How does how does Gase not get fired at the airport?
2: Oh, uh, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just
2: helpful. couldn't go. I couldn't go near that one, but.
1: Yeah, oh four Steelers,
0: fifteen one. They won the Super Bowl. They beat the Seahawks.
1: No, they uh, they lost to the Patriots in the AFC title game.
0: Oh, that 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 was the Brady game, right?
1: That was the that, that was the Roethlisberger rookie of the year or season.
0: The Patriots won the Super Bowl first time with Brady in what 01 or 04?
1: O- 01, 03 and 04. Cuz they, they beat
0: the Steelers in the playoffs on the road in 01 us as well. Yeah. That was the big that was the Brady game. Yeah. Yeah, we we don't cover soccer on this show because none of the people here are experts on it. So I know we you sent me the email Will you cover EPL. I don't know I don't I as as an as, you know, as a courtesy to the audience we lost Brian, um, but as no, we lost Rod. He heard soccer and he just he's like, nope. Yeah, let's see if so as a but as a courtesy to the audience, we don't fake it on this show. You know, it's like we're we're more often to t- to make it more raw than it needs to be, but um, we're not going to sit here and fake that we're experts in something that we're not experts in just just to have material. You know, it's like the guys will dig deep in the, you know, during the COVID, they dug deep, they did the research, they did everything they could. And that, and we presented something, you know, the 30 to 40 people that showed up every day, um, you know, to watch the show. But it's like, we're not going to do it in front of our whole audience and sit here and pretend that all of a sudden we're, we're EPL experts because there's nothing else on the schedule. You know, that's, I mean, that's just not how I roll. If you want, if you want Premier League picks, though, at both Pick Dogs and at Sports Chat, we have coverage on both sites, um, full coverage, and um, you know, be sure to check it out. Gordon's awesome. Chris, I think, does some. Um, who else does it? Ron Romanelli does any.
1: Uh, Ron and uh, Sheen.
0: There you go. There
3: you go. Check out Gordon's package today. He's he's got it up. I'm sure it's there. It says EPL. Yeah. yeah i like one today in the APL if you want it. Uh, I'm going to take Austin Villa money line. I put 50 bucks on it earlier. Austin mean, Villa money line.
1: There's one it's in every crowd. Well, there, there, there's, there might be two because I may have done something as well. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> I do like packages.
3: Yeah.
1: I do. I, uh, I took Aston Villa, Fulham, draw, and uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, I took over two and a half in both teams to score. I like Liverpool and
3: Arsenal under. Not a chance. I under. no
0: chance under. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're, I, don't think Arsenal. I because, love Arsenal. I'm an if Arsenal you, guy. If so. you buy somebody's package, you don't get to purse You don't get. It's not. You don't get like their phone number <laughs> and get to contact them personally. And it's not. You don't get personal service. That's how we keep the prices where they are. If you want something like that, it's like ten thousand bucks a month. You the other sites do it. Like, Sometimes the
2: guys get all the. Uh,
0: yeah, I wouldn't. I. I, they get a hold of me, too, and normally it's like I try and make the, the answers brief, and, but I'm not like, you know, it's, 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 unless there's a line move or something like that, it's not, um, you know, it's not really, I don't think it's fair, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I usually don't mind answering a few I mean, I, se- I sell easy. my monthly package. I sell my monthly package for 300 bucks. okay? I sell my yearly is $1,200. That's 100 bucks a month. That's $3 a day. So if if I gave everybody full access to call me and text me and to message me for three dollars a day, I would love to do it. But it's like, I, I I wouldn't have a single second in the day, and I would have no I would I would be homeless. That's what would happen.
2: Or like some people
0: say, you'd be living under a bridge. No, there's no discount for for those who didn't buy. There's no discount. That ain't gonna happen. That's ridiculous. It's like the prices, our prices are way, way well within line that other people are selling out there. It's not like we just throw random prices out there. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't throw random prices out there. That's for sure. It's like it's something that we looked at and we've decided that, you know, that's why other people run coupons, other people run this. I don't run any of that stuff because I feel that we, we are priced correctly to begin with. We, don't, we didn't screw you over, so I'll oh, take 25% off of our screwing you over you know, or 15% off or anything like that. We just price it right to begin with. And it's like I think that's more fair to everybody. It's like there's some people that will use a coupon, some people that won't use a coupon. So at their picks, I don't know. Brian, you want to give out a coupon for yourself? You want to discount your stuff? <laughs>
2: Coupons don't make you more likely to buy it. You're not just because you get 25 percent off of something doesn't make you more likely to buy it. If you're gonna know. buy it, you're gonna buy it.
0: Yeah, I, I just th- I just think that if you price it right to begin with, then you don't need to come. I mean,
2: all the time I say, hey, I got fifty dollars for my three day pass on sale. Every once in a while, I'll do that. Seven days, ninety nine dollars. I take fifty bucks off or whatever. So that happens from time yeah, to time.
0: Yeah, I do it Everybody. too. My three day, my three day is is sixty nine bucks. My regular packages are twenty nine dollars. So do the math, you know? It's like my my monthlies are three hundred dollars. My yearly is twelve hundred dollars. It's like people are like, Don't don't I get a coupon for a yearly? It's like it's already two hundred dollars off a month
2: off a three hundred dollar thing. It's like,
0: you know the best deal is
2: a year for a guy that likes to gamble every day, get the year pass from whoever you like. Yeah but it's That's like
0: even even if you don't gamble every day, say you gamble, say you just do um, football and basketball and you know you don't do baseball you still save a, uh, you still save a ridiculous amount if you if you gamble more than 4 months then you still save money by buying yearly over buying monthly if you gamble if you gamble just for a month you save money buying a monthly over weekly it's like it's all done that way but mm-hmm. we will, we'll have I want to do two specials a year one is going to be in July and one is going to be in like cyber Monday and that's it. It's like, and they're not going to be, you know, like for, you know, buy a daily or anything like that. They're going to be only for, for the longer term stuff and multi-capper stuff, which is coming soon. But I, I don't know. I, it's like, I, I like this, that we have time today to talk about all this. Are we stuff. doing our Monday
2: advertisement?
0: Let's do, my, let's do, um let's do my, I got to get it out of my system. Go bad. do it, Brian. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: All right. I'm on seven of nine winning days off another winning day yesterday. 65% 26 and 14 runs today. Monday night football game of the year. Guys, if you bet one play today, make sure you're on this. You can get it for $50 at pickdogs.com premium picks or my three-day pass for $60. So you can get one pick for $50 all three days for 60 Check it out.
0: Oh, that was fun. Is he, Is he done yet? <laughs> you done, Chris? <laughs> you want to come up with, yeah, me, with, come with some, some odd time parameter and tell us your record within that time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna
1: say I want to start the week off right. So I came out with a uh, Monday night double dip. I got uh, my side in total in the, uh, the Monday night football game tonight, as well as uh, my top play in the uh, Stanley Cup final game six. All-in-one, three-pack over at the website.
0: Rod.
3: Uh, For me, I got a birdcage up there today. Uh, I got the the side of the total in uh, in the football game and the winner in tonight's hockey game.
0: I have one pick out tonight. It's for Monday Night Football. I'm 64.4% for the season in the bubble in the NBA. I hit the heat. Last night as well, so puts me uh, numero uno ha- on the leaderboard. I hate
2: the Boston Celtics.
0: The yeah, that's why. I, that's why I bet against them. I was like, I was like, it's the last two NBA games I struggled with so badly on um, giving out the pick because I knew I was right, but it was like the the way that things go in sports sometimes that. If the fix was in, it wasn't going to go that way, you know? So it was like it made it really, really hard because it's like when you're trying to, you know, did they want to extend the NBA to more games that were going to be on TV or did they just want to get it over with so they can start? So, and this is, what they, this is what the NBA has in front of them. They have to, they got to end this season. And th- apparently this is the direction they're going. They're going to end this season. They're going to do the draft. And then they're going to figure out when they're going to start again. Because originally it was going to be Christmas Day, and now they're saying January. So, you know, they're going to have to figure out exactly how they're going to do next season at this point. And it's going to be hard to tell because we don't know what's going to happen between now and then. I mean, things are opening up a little bit. But, I mean, it's going to take a while till you see packed arenas full of fans. I think the NBA has to decide if they want to do something like the NFL and... Um, Major League Baseball did, or if they want to have bubbles again. And I think the bubble – well, the bubble is fantastic. I don't think – I think that we only get to see one side of the bubble. And I think there's another side of the bubble of these players that are basically like in a jail, you know. I mean, it's a, it's a great jail to be in. It's the one, right? It's the one. It's like, oh, man, have you been to the bubble jail? It's like, but really, it's <laughs> like, you know, you've lost your freedom to come and go, which a lot of us have anyway, right? I mean, I – Normally, I'm in Vegas, you know, six, seven times between now and then. You know, I can't even tell you guys how many hundreds of thousands of airline miles I've right now. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, how much re- how much
2: revenue would the NBA lose by having a, a, a whole season with no fans? That makes no sense for the NBA they, they
0: said it was four percent,
2: just four yeah, so. percent. That seems yeah. crazy.
3: Yeah, that don't make a lot. It's what the fans miss out. That's that's where you miss.
2: I hate I hate bubble play. I mean, I'll take whatever, but I hate it. I like the fans there. It helps
0: me. Let's get to tonight's game. Um, Brian, you got the Ravens and the Chiefs, and I said in my video, I think we're going to see 100 points in this game.
2: Mm. I mean, you have two. The Chiefs have an underrated defense, and the Ravens' defense is always stout. I know you got two offenses that are juggernauts, too, but they both like to run the ball, especially Ravens. Uh, For me, the best play out there that's not a premium pick is Mark Andrews scoring the first touchdown. I think a tremendous value there at tight end. I love tight ends to score first touchdowns. Chiefs rookie running back, also a great choice, but not the value that you're getting with Mark Andrews.
0: So we have a question here. Who's about to pay $1,200 all at one time? Well, different people are in different situations, and that's why um, we have different prices for different packages and all different types of things available. So we have a consensus report starting at nineteen dollars. We have that go all the way up to you know yearly packages, and I think some other guys are charging more than I do. Um, I don't monitor it all that closely, but we try and have a variety. And you know, and the other side of things, like I say all the time, premium picks aren't for everybody. Buying picks isn't for everybody. Some people would rather do the research. Would rather do everything themselves. And that's fine, and that's we love y'all just the same as long as you smash that like button. Anyways, uh, Chris, speaking of smashing like buttons, what do you <laughs> like in this one? Did Brian? Did you give a pick? Mark
2: Andrews scored the first touchdown. It pays out plus eight hundred.
0: I think this game's going over a hundred. I think this is going to be like that Rams Chiefs game a few years ago.
1: Chris? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm leaning towards the under here, only because I. I, I can definitely see that that angle and that and the case you make for that one but It's just you know you two teams with solid run defenses that like to run the ball or, or sorry scoring defenses not running defense um but then both like to run the ball and chew up a lot of clock and i just think that it's going to be a game that's a, a lot of big plays and when it's not a big play it's going to be a lot of just stick in the middle of the field so i'll take i'll take the under
0: This guy, James, is asking about packages. You can see our records. They are 100% documented on the site. It's like you can see every pick we've ever made. You don't need to ask other people, was it helpful, did they win, or anything like that, because it's 100% documented. It's not like some of the other sites where we just come up with some ridiculous time spans. Seven of the last nine days, 16 of my last 27. You know, We don't do that. We show you every single pick. That's ever been made on the site, and it's hundred percent documented. Who's the hottest at this sport? Who's the hottest at this sport? Who's the hottest overall? Who's on the hottest week run? Who's on the hottest monthly run? Who's on the hottest run of all time? It's like it's all there. You don't need to. You don't need to do it. It's like I don't get it. How hard is this? We. It's like we give you all the information. Not. Nope. <laughs> that's not good enough. I mean. Chris, did we ask you what you were talking about? Yeah, I had
1: the under, but another thing I'm looking at is I I like Brian's idea of the tight ends getting the first touchdown. So in addition to the under, I like uh, Mark Andrews at plus 1,000 as well, or if you're going to go Kansas City, I like Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown at plus 1,000.
0: Rod.
3: Marine, that's what uh, I'm going to take the over. Uh, That went over last year. I, I agree with Mitch. We're going to see a whole pile of points here today. Uh, give, give me the give me the over, and I'm going to take uh, Clyde edwards hilaire to score the first touchdown for the Chiefs.
0: I think we're going to see two defenses get absolutely undressed in this game. Absolutely undressed. You guys forget how much money the Rams spent on that defense that got totally undressed by the Chiefs in that game. The Rams had spent so much money on that defense. They had the Su. They had a bunch of high-priced guys in that one. And the Chiefs had basically the same defense they have now, um, maybe even better. So, going to be that kind of game.
2: I mean, they're pounding it right now. The over is getting eighty-four percent of the bets and eighty-six percent of the money. Just for a, a good t- I mean, for a good reason because
0: it should be a hundred. Well, because it should money be money when they make their money back. Yeah, but you're you're home. absolutely wrong on a lot of these line moves. You got to look at you got to look at the number. Not, not I'm just horrible
2: the, totals, but I'm just looking at this one. It just seems way too much public side on the in total here. But.
0: but it's like a lot of times, you know, when you look when you're looking at these things, it's like you don't look at the actual numbers. You're only looking at that, and that's it's it's fine to look at line moves and it's fine to look at all that other stuff. But at a certain point, you have to, you have to, you know. You have to see what's 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 actually. You have to handicap the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and you know by ignoring that, and, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I like the inverse line movement. I like the contrarian thing. I like all that stuff too. I'm I do a lot of it myself, and I got burned on it yesterday, right? But, um, but at the same time, I handicap the game first. You know, it's like, and this one is going to be a hundred points. It's going to be one of the highest-scoring NFL games of all time. That Rams, they love it, man. They, NFL, they love, love, love it, man. That Rams-Chiefs game, remember that thing? Oh, my God. What was the final score in that thing?
1: Which one, the the Rams and Chiefs? Yeah. 54-51,
0: yeah, I remember that. That's what this is going to be. That's what this game's going to be. What was the total on that game, Chris, and what was the line movement? Uh,
1: the line movement I don't know, but I think the I think the total was close to 60. Yeah. That and, was
3: 61, uh, 61 and a half. Yeah. That, and, and, it was and pro- it probably head.
0: opened at 55.
3: Yeah, when it went. it did it went way up. Skyrocketed yeah. up over 60. That's that's what I remember.
2: Uh, Chiefs defense at that point and the Rams defense.
0: I mean, Chiefs defense has gotten better as years ago the years have gone on. The Rams defense They're, was Ravens st- always played tough D. The Rams defense oh. was stacked. Stacked uh. stacked that year. They
3: had this spent- here, here 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 is a stat for you. The last thirteen games, the Ray or like the last thirteen games, the Raven or ha- the Ravens have kept teams under twenty one points for the last thirteen straight. They, they got the best uh, they got the longest consistent Streak of the 13 games straight of holding a team to under 21 points. That's why I'm going over. I'm like, you can't, you you can't just keep holding teams under
0: 21 points over. Well, I will tell you this much. The game will go over or it will stay (laughs) under. Anyways, let's go to. the go to We could argue about over under all day.
2: I mean, I don't. I don't really personally. I, I'm not betting the over under because I suck at over unders. But if I had to, I couldn't be I, on a side that's. That the much thing is, I'm at.
0: really good at them. I just don't give out enough of them. Like I gave one out Saturday. It was winner. You know, it's like it seems when I give them out, they win. I gave out a bunch in baseball, and those were some of my better plays.
1: So I know it's. Uh... Not much, but the, the line for that game that finished 54 51, the total ended up finishing at 63 and a half.
0: So, these baseball series, uh, well, let's go to NHL Stanley Cup. Rod, you know who i Everyone knows who I'm on. We don't need a lucky penny to put me on the stars, right? Because I, I hate the Lightning. It's personal, and I'm sticking to it. They can suck it. Rod, What do you think in this NHL Stanley Cup Final Game Six?
3: For me in this one, I'm going to go under. I think we see our first under of the series. Uh, Give me, give me the under the number. I think this is a way tight game, and I don't think we see as many goals as we have. Give me the under.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i going to lean towards the over here. I mean, the last couple games, they've had too much at stake as well for both sides, and they've still come either. They've either hit the total or they've gone over. And, yeah, you know, I'm to think we might start to see some tired legs. These guys might be able to see the finish line. And, I mean, Kudobin started with 24-26. Dallas' games, Vasilevsky started all but one. Two higher sc- high-scoring teams inside the bubble. I'll take the over here.
0: How about you, Ryan?
2: I agree with Rod. I think uh, if you can get five, the total of five, you can get plus money on the under here. I think uh, I love it. elimination games going under. I think we're going to see a two-to-one game
0: here. All right. I like the stars because I hate the Lightning personally. Um, I'll be rooting for the
2: Stars and, like, go Stars.
0: You got the Heat against the Lakers in the NBA Finals. Um, I think that uh, it's kind of really, really interesting, this one. You know? Uh, any chance uh, Any chance the, uh, the Heat get this done? Brian? Ryan? You can get
2: plus 290 if you take the heat to win the series. I mean, I don't see any – I like cheap. the heat as a total team.
0: That so. seems to be a little low to me. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen oh, plus 325. Oh, my I, FanDuel Sportsbook,
2: Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, no, I'm just,
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As in, I, didn't, I, haven't, I hadn't even looked at the prices. I've been so busy. I, I went to bed last night right after the game, which was like 7 o'clock my time, which was awesome. It was like actually the game ended. I had dinner, and I, I went right to sleep. And I woke up, you guys saw I was late for the show. I had a call this morning, and after the call, I, I did, and it's like it's the most I ever slept. But I, so I haven't even looked at any of this stuff. I don't even know the baseball prices, nothing. But I, do, I did expect that this series would be plus 400 to 500 for the Heat. Especially with the Lakers being such a gigantic public play. Um, I
2: think they could draw up a game plan to slow down one of the Lakers' two stars, and I think no, no, the heat,
0: the, heat, the heat can he can win this series. I mean, no doubt The Heat could sweep this series. But, um, Chris, what are you thinking about this uh, Lakers Heat thing?
1: I mean, I think the Heat have just as good of a shot as anyone to like had, had coming into the into the bubble as good of a shot as anyone, but. Against the Lakers, I think they match up pretty well. I don't think Bam Adebayo is going to be pushed around by guys inside, and I think Iguodala is going to be stuck on LeBron James as a defensive specialist for quite a little bit. And you know that that outside shooting from uh, from Miami might be an equalizer and it might help keep them in this series and give them a shot to steal a few of these games late if this they're behind.
0: A, this is a bad matchup for the Lakers. This is a bad matchup. Um. I think it's a bad matchup. Rod, how about you?
3: I think we're going to definitely be in for a battle. This is definitely going to be a good series. Uh, I'm excited to see it.
0: I like Miami to win this series. I think they do it definitively, and I think that they do it pretty quickly as well. I don't see, I, I don't see uh, the Lakers just having the depth to deal with this heat that from top to bottom is full of contributors up and down the roster. Well, the Lakers go through two guys, as Chris said. You know, the Heat got the guy that can guard LeBron. There's one guy out there that can do it, just religiously and you know, and consistently. And he plays for the Heat this year. And I, th- it's almost like they planned it for this moment, right? It's almost like they they knew they were going to be there, and they said, "Here's the guy that's going to win us the title." I don't, I think. I think Bam on the inside, I, I think I think this is a miserable matchup for the Lakers because you have a Heat team that just hits you from all angles. And, you know, while while um, while the Lakers, you know, when they drafted Ball and they drafted Ingram and they drafted all these other guys who got so much ink, so much ink, the Heat guys just really play with a chip on their shoulder. It's kind of a lot like the University of Miami football team. They play with this chip on their shoulder like no one respects us. No one expects anything from us. No no one gives us any credit. I mean, Tyler Harrow is second-team all-rookie. Anyone think he's second-team all-rookie anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you know? No. I mean, uh, I if he pla- if he played for the Lakers, what, you think he would have been second-team all-rookie? <laughs> you know? It would be doing tv commercials it's it's i i think you know this is a bad day for the lakers they were way better off playing the celtics who were soft and uh you know the celtics proved to be super soft that tatum's a great player but who would you, who would you take in the octagon jimmy butler or tatum you know it's like <laughs> I mean, it would be I would say first round, uh, first I would say inside the distance, <laughs> you know, on that, and I think just you know who would you take the heat, the heat or the or the Celtics in the Octagon, you know, and I think it's the same, and I think you know LeBron is, I mean, he's fantastic, he is so good, I mean, it's it's not just the you know. It's the everything, right? It's just everything. It's like, I mean, he starts throwing in those threes. It's like darts, right? And it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, he's a great passer of the ball. He's a great defender, but he's still only one guy. And Anthony Davis is, you know, one of the best defensive players in, 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 in the league as well. Not the best. But do you like the, match, the other matchups here? You know, any of these other guys? I don't see it. I don't even see, like a, like, a Marcus Smart on the Lakers to, like, even help them compete, you know? I just don't even see it.
1: Well, I mean, for me, I think the, the problem was for the other series, and you saw it happen in each of the Lakers' first series, is that they don't have the guard play to match up. They didn't have it to match up with Portland in Game 1, even though they won that series. They didn't have it to match up against Houston, even though they, they won that series in Game 1 either. And I think, you know... Goran Dragic doesn't have the the name value of like a Russell Westbrook or any of these top tier point guards, but he's still one of the best, one of the better point guards in the game. The Heat still have a dangerous, you know, backcourt with with Hero and and Dragic and Jimmy Butler, whether he plays the two or if he shifts down to the three, they still have some solid guard play. I think that's what's going to be the the Lakers' issue here is they don't they don't have a defender in the backcourt like Avery Bradley to sort of. To guard on the outside. Yeah, they have Rashawn Rondo, but... And maybe Caldwell Pope, but they're not they're not star defenders.
0: I don't think... I yeah, think it is. it's
3: his playoff Rondo.
0: Well, call, <laughs> so Caldwell's he gets nine assists Rondo, instead of five. Caldwell Pope was yep. great at Georgia. It's like his game has never elevated to that next level. Like, I thought he was going to be more like a Kemba Walker, but he just isn't, you know? He's just not. I think... Trading away those young guys and, um, you know, those draft picks to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis while you got, you know, like as my, you know, my NHL friend in Boston always says, you know, whoever gets Yager got the best end of the trade, but you got Yager, but I'm not so sure the Lakers got the best end of that trade because now they have problems because this heat team, they're not just the lowest seeded team to make it to the finals in 20 something years. They could be the lowest seeded team to win the NBA Finals, and I mean now they're going to really start digging, right? Because uh, this team is this team is focused dialed in, and the coaching matchup here is not even close. And LeBron knows that, you know. LeBron knows that too. Um, You know, he's played for both. You know, with one he won championships. With this one, you know. Well, I guess he made it to the championship, but he always does. It's just a testament to how good of a player he is. It's going to be a great series. It's going to be a great series. Yep. It's going to be fun to watch. I just,
1: I just checked it out. Now it's uh, Lakers minus four fifty, Heat plus three seventy five to win the series.
0: See, that's that. Those are more the numbers that I was thinking, that they were going to be plus four hundred, plus you know, I thought plus four hundred. You know, like before you guys said the plus two ninety, I thought for sure it's going to be plus four hundred.
1: Yeah. That's li- still solid value, though. I like it.
0: I like the plus yeah. four hundred. It's it's short term future, you know, four to one. But I wonder if betting the Heat money line every game. Yeah, I th- I think you're net- right, Just The Heat money net- line
2: at the set amount every single game probably make you more probably make
0: you more money. Always always thinking. Rod, always okay. any, any thoughts on this? Are you gonna watch this game, these games, or anything?
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> of course I'm watching these basketball games. <laughs>
0: just throwing it out there. You know. I mean, there's some people that got other things to do, you know. I'll watch it if
3: I have action on it, but
0: that's about it. Yeah, it's like you know. You've
3: got to, uh, I gotta watch. I gotta watch. I'm a type that needs to watch, and
0: maybe I'll do a live well, show see. watching the game. I'll just sit here and eat popcorn and. and cheese and crackers (laughs) maybe i'll find myself with a sleeve of saltines and i would never not eat the whole sleeve you know saltines you know like the come with the four (laughs) sleeves now so what they did what they did is they divided it now into eight sleeves if you buy the wrong box right instead of the four sleeves they make it eight sleeves of saltines so it's like it's it's you feel so hollow <laughs> you don't have slices of
2: cheese to put in between your crackers when you're sitting there. Like I have some
0: cracker barrel or well, something. I think that's sometimes that's the intention, you know? But <laughs> just
1: imagine Brian pulling out the charcuterie board and just not <laughs> slice. Oh no, they're pre-sliced. I don't
0: no, have okay. I don't slice yeah. it. I, thought had like a, I thought you were gonna say
1: you had like a fancy cheese knife and you were just sitting there with like a like a stack of crackers with like the wooden board on your lap to just slice not <laughs> off <cheese. laughs>
3: Like oh, got we cab- cheese. Is my Jerry,
0: Jerry Seinfeld sure. has a bit about Oreos that he does, and he talks about like he's like he goes, "I'm sitting there." He's like, "I ate a ho- the whole row." He's like, <laughs> like, I'm jumping the rail." <laughs> uh, similar. I I those saltines they just go down easy. I, you know, I think it's a lot of times I'll start with the cheese, and then I'll put the cheese away. And then I'll just finish out I'll just finish out the rack of the saltines. Three to four at a time. Like initially, like I'll I'll put them down. I'll take like three or four of them and then I'll eat those and then I'll go back and get another three or four. You know? And then eventually I just grab the, the thing, you know, of them. And then it's the like, why do you have crumbs all over the couch. And then, no, <laughs> oh, the worst. So my wife's got the new vacuum, right? So now she wants to vacuum all the time. It's like, you know.
2: I like salted
0: peanuts, too. that's my snack. Control. yeah i I've, I've, I think I've told everyone the story about the salted and unsalted peanuts. where I ended up in marriage counseling. <laughs> my wife bought the unsalted. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to go oh. to, I had to go to marriage counseling. It's like because I said it like about a thousand times. Nobody buys the unsalted. She's like, the packages look <laughs> exactly the same. Who in the hell would buy the unsalted? Like I had to go to marriage counseling. It cost me like seven hundred bucks. see but i
2: can't just eat the planters peanuts i have to order from like a specialty nut site these these were
0: planters dry roasted and it it Uh. was like it it was like the jar of unsalted peanuts that cost me 750 bucks and killed like an entire saturday it's like i had to go to marriage counseling it's like so mitch how do you feel about the peanuts? (laughs) tell us how you really I like the salted. <laughs> it's like. What about the flavored
2: salted peanuts? Like, I like the Cajun spice and the pit dill pickle peanuts. And the... Getting hungry here. <laughs> barbecue <laughs> peanuts? They make a barbecue peanut.
3: I'm a cashew guy. I like cashews.
1: Yeah. I mean, with cashew, they were so damn expensive.
3: That's why you have to buy them at Costco. You can get those big giant. I, trust right. me, I do. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I know. And then you then, then, the then, then talk about feeling guilty. You're like, oh man. Over
1: there. <laughs> I can just imagine Mitch sitting there going, "Well, tell us how you really feel."
0: Well, I really wish Kansas State went for it on fourth down, but that's just me. <laughs> it's like when it's like, <laughs> it's like when, when my wife goes to the store, you know, and I'm watching games. Like, is there anything else you need? Yeah, I need I need I need three and I need a three and out and a touchdown really bad actually <laughs> or a defensive score. Anyway, speaking of defensive scores, we got Major League Baseball playoffs have been announced. The Phillies, as we knew, said we don't want to play. <laughs> it's like the Tampa Bay Lightning does, but kind of like. Uh, I mean, have, has there ever been a team that just didn't want to play as much as the uh, Philadelphia Phillies? Let's just go over these series. Um, we'll go over the games individually on tomorrow's show and you know, the following day. So we don't have a lot to talk about in the upcoming days, so we don't want to ruin it. But let's just a top-down top look at these series. Kicks off with the Astros and the Twins. The Astros have been seriously disappointing this season. The Twins um, kind of came on, and they, they won the division after all was said and done. Um, Brian, any, uh, any chance the Astros uh, resurrect the greatness from, from recent years? Or do you think that, um, you know, lost lost without, lost without their Apple Watch?
2: They're lost without Verlander. Astros were my World Series pick at the beginning, it, yeah, beginning of the year. I don't see them getting it done, especially in this series.
0: Chris?
1: Yeah, I see Minnesota winning this series.
0: These series are what, two games?
3: Three
0: best of three. Best
3: of three. Best of three, I think.
0: Chris is frozen.
1: It's, oh, there he is. No, he's not frozen. Yeah, yeah. No, best of three, and I think it's. I think game one is Granky and Maeda.
0: Yeah, we're gonna go over that tomorrow. We're just going. No, no. no but I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. After after
1: that, I don't know. I, I don't like any of the the depth that Houston has after oh, that. Valdez so. is pretty good.
0: Uh, Rod. Yeah. Was that an eh? I mean, who's? I, I like Minnesota. Minnesota
3: here. I think Minnesota here.
0: I like the Twinkies. We got Chicago and Oakland um, as well. this White Sox played themselves out of it. They would have been playing the Astros instead they played the first place um, athletics. Um, I call them the A's. Ryan?
2: You no know, Oakland's my pick to win the American League and I, I don't think I think this will be a good series, but I, I have a, I think Oakland can handle the White Sox.
1: Chris. I'm gonna take the White Sox. I just like that lineup that Chicago has from top to bottom.
3: Right. I'll take Oakland. The White Sox limped into the playoffs. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Drag their it. leg behind. That, them. that doesn't I know it doesn't mean, matter. It's doesn't a matter. New, matter. new whole thing. Doesn't well, matter. They better wake up. And
0: Oakland's can't.
2: experienced their playoff tested. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I'll take Oakland. Absolutely. Tampa Bay against Toronto. Ryan, Tampa
2: Bay all day in that
0: one. Chris,
1: I think if the Jays can get a good start in Game One, I think they can steal one of the next two. So I'll take a shot with Toronto in the plus money.
3: Rod, yeah, I'm taking a shot with Toronto too. I like or the a little over
0: bias, but whatever. I like the I like the over. <laughs> <laughs> I like the like over. <laughs> Got the Yankees and the Indians. Ryan?
2: Uh, give me the Indians upset the Yankees.
0: What do you think the strike zones are going to look like in this series for the Yankees?
2: The Indians are much better pitching.
0: Oh, so much better. We'll but see. what do you think the strike, that's why I said. What do you think the strike zone is going to look like for the Yankee pitchers? Yeah, I'm sure
2: they told yeah. the umpires to, to call it for the Yankees as good as they can. So
0: we'll see. I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, the strike zones that the Yankee pitchers get. Chris?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the Indians as well. If this was in New York with that short porch in the outfield, I would say maybe I'd take New York. But like Brian said, with the pitching advantage, I have to go with uh, Cleveland here.
0: And you're right.
3: Uh, I'm definitely going with the Indians here.
2: Imagine they would have kept Clevenger for this series. I don't know.
0: I like the under. Um, we have the uh Reds against the Braves. I know Brian likes the Reds in this one. Reds easy, I like the over Chris.
1: Uh, I'm gonna take the Reds. I don't know if Max Fried's 100% healthy to go well, that's here. A, that's and... just one game. No, I know, but if, if if the Reds can steal game one, you have either Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, or Luis Castillo. I think they could take two or three with those three guys. So, take the Reds.
0: Rod? I'm on the Reds, too. I'm flying, I'm flying solo. And Braves hit the cover off the ball, man. These guys have been pounding, pounding, pounding. Big numbers all season long. I don't think the Reds can hold on to it. They're going to need an eight-run lead going into the seventh inning because that's when the Braves start to do all their damage. And the teams that, that win in Major League Baseball over the last six to seven years are the ones that score the runs in the seventh and eighth inning. That, those are the teams that win. The Astros did it. You know, Oakland does it. They all do it. it. The Indians have been doing it this year, right? It's like those are the good teams. And the Braves most certainly do it. Except the Braves, they don't. They're kind of like Astros style, where they do it like eight to, eight runs at a pop. Um, how about the How about the Miami Marlins and the Chicago Cubs? These guys haven't played in the postseason since the uh, Bartman game. Ryan, how many times? Are we gonna, how many times are we going to see the uh, Bartman uh, video? Uh,
2: probably a few. I'd say uh, over under a dozen. But give me the Cubs here.
0: You think Moises Alou acted a little bit like an asshole in that? You think you think any of the Bartman stuff was on him? Quite possibly. I think it was a hundred percent on him. The guy urinates on his hands. Chris. Some people drink that stuff. Well, uh-huh. Mo- Moises Alou. Just if you ever meet him, just to make sure you don't shake his hands. Chris.
1: Yeah, let take a shot on the Marlins. Uh, I like I like the way Miami is playing and. Again, this is I think if they can take game one, maybe behind Alcantara or whoever starts, all you got to do is win one or two. So I'll take the Marlins, plus 160.
0: I'm afraid of that Cubs strike zone. Rod? Uh, I'll take the Cubs here. This is going to be a tough series. I think the, I think the Cubs are going to get a crazy-ass strike zone in, in this series. I really do. I think that's what you have to watch for in baseball. That's where the fix is in. How bad are the Padres going to beat the Cardinals?
2: Part of me actually, part of me thinks the Padres are going to be the team that comes out of the National League and not the Reds. But I love the Padres pitching, I love their bullpen, like their young hitters. I like the Padres.
0: I, I'm going to go Padres sweep. How about yeah. you, Chris? Yeah, yeah I'll, go, I'll go
1: Padres as well. May make more value if you go Padres run line and all on all the games instead, but. Uncle Padres.
3: yeah definitely taking the Padres here
0: and the series most likely to produce the the bullshit call Dodgers against the Brewers I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> predict there's going to be a, a horrific call in this game that goes against the Brewers like a bad infield fly rule, like you know, like remember that Braves Cardinals where they called the infield fly rule at the warning track. Uh, this this will be something similar to that. Um, if the Brewers show any kind of life in any of the games, you will see a call that will be like swept under the rug of swept under the rugs. I think this is the series most likely to see that. Brian?
2: take the Dodgers to sweep.
0: Chris. Yeah, I'll
1: take the Dodgers to sweep as well.
0: Rod? Uh,
3: I'd like to see the Brewers beat the Dodgers.
0: I hate the Dodgers. They're not gonna let that happen. But no, I, that I would like let to see it happen. I, I think the I think I think the Brewers can take game one against Walker Bueller, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, if that's where they're start that's where they're starting, right? Well, yeah, it's good we'll uh, talk about more about Bueller. it tomorrow, but
0: it's gonna be Bueller and my guess will be Woodruff, right? For the Brewers. Yeah, probably. And then you'll have Burns against Kershaw for two. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you know, all of a sudden it's not looking so sweepy, is it? Anyways, um that's all we got for today's show. Uh, we got nothing else to talk about. Um, I'll be live for Monday Night Football. Um, this is my lightest day. Chris and I are going to do the college football videos tomorrow, um, so those will be up at Sports Chat. Maybe we'll do some tonight. I don't know. Just have to see what his schedule looks like. I guess I'm going to guess Chris has a super light schedule these days. Um, Who's playing Clemson this week?
2: I looked at it last night and I forget. That's a good opportunity. Clemson might be looking ahead to the Hurricanes. So.
0: No chance.
1: Is it, is it might be NC State or Virginia Tech. Oh,
2: I don't know. F- NC State's so bad. It's not NC State, I don't think. Uh, Virginia, don't is it the Cavaliers?
1: Might be. That sounds about right.
0: No chance. Oh, you can't say
1: that. Uh, yeah, Virginia.
0: I can say uh, it. I
2: don't know. I can say it. Clemson does. I mean, if Clemson covered every spread, we just bet Clemson every week
0: last uh-huh. season it wasn't a bad idea they think they covered everything what after was the third what year. was
2: their record last year against this spread? i don't even I
0: th- know i think well, i think nine and three or something i think the first wow. three games they didn't cover and they covered every game after that because like someone said something like about like their margin of victory and that's why they weren't ranked number one even though they were defending national champions so dabos when he said okay fine <laughs> you don't like our margin of victory Okay, <laughs> we'll show you a margin of victory then. That was one of those downers <laughs> last year. Cause they really didn't
2: play anybody all season until the championship game. Which is yeah, their they fault. Played,
0: they played Texas A&M, and um, they beat them badly. Um, it's it, In college football, it is what it is. I mean, who did Ohio State play last year? Ohio State season?
2: played Penn State and they played Michigan.
0: And who did they play?
2: I don't know. Did they play Wisconsin
0: too? And Michigan's terrible. Michigan was terrible last year. What was their record in Michigan? They were terrible. They played Alabama. They lost by 100. might have been 150 they lost by. I think that that Alabama-Michigan game, that Nick Saban, I've seen him, like, when he gets that look, you know, but he had that look in that game. Like, I really hate these guys, and we're just going to lay them out. I think because it goes back to his whole Michigan State thing, and it goes back to his, you know, His whole, like, you know, all being from that area of the country and never being considered for those jobs. And I think that's why when he played Michigan last year in the bowl game that he was just like, we're going to score and we're going to keep scoring on these guys. It's kind of like when Jimmy Johnson didn't get the Arkansas job and he took the Miami job and it just happened to be the third game on the schedule, just happened to be Arkansas that year. And he was like, we're going to score we're going to keep scoring. We're not going to stop until they the, – the only way we're going to stop scoring is when they blow the final whistle. And, I mean, it was a beatdown. That one was at Fayetteville. It was it was nasty, man. It was one of the bigger beatdowns of Jimmy Johnson's entire coaching career. Um, and I think Nick Saban did that to Bama. Chris, what was the score of that Bama-Michigan uh, game last year? In the, in the
1: bowl game or non-conference?
0: Yeah, they only played in the bowl. They played in the, the bowl. bowl game. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Um, was it, like, it was like 52-7 or something like that, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And what was Michigan's record last year? Mm. Eight and four? Yeah. So I what think is, I
1: had Michigan probably.
0: What is, <laughs> what is that? What is that? You know, what is that? You know? It's like, why is this team, why does this program traditionally get so much respect when okay. they when they always have one of the highest recruited classes, one of the highest athletic budgets, and have nothing to show for it?
1: Okay, I lied. It was it was thirty five sixteen.
0: Really? I
2: wouldn't even. I wouldn't have thought Alabama would get up for that game. They they get up for championship games, not playing Michigan in a bowl
1: oh, game. Oh no, they 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 were pissed because that was pissed. the first year they didn't they make were, the playoffs.
2: I was wrong about it. I lost, but that's what I, I think. My thinking was going. And then
1: Michigan Michigan was nine and three that year.
0: All right. Well, that wraps it up. We don't have any parlays. We don't have anything really, to talk to you guys about. Um, appreciate everyone that joined in. Still three 400 people with really no games on the schedule. But, um, yeah, it's a great way to spend the morning. Be sure to smash that like button. Of course, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have um, Major League Baseball, four games, right? And that's it. We'll have four games tomorrow. <laughs> Still not a ton, but at least we'll have something. Maybe we can talk some French Open tennis.
2: Hopefully I can take some victory laps tomorrow. So we'll see.
3: Thanks French so. Open tennis? Did you say mm-hmm. we're talking tennis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rod, you can oh, wear you can, wear, can wear your te- you here. can wear your tennis outfit. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can wear your tennis outfit for this oh,
1: show. Oh. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> Rod, Rod pulls up Rod okay. pulls a little hoop skirt and no 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 his no water no wig
0: no no the the, the ah! no the the nineteen the 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 1978 John McEnroe outfit with the shorts. He's yeah, got to
3: have the headbands and the R-bands. No, no, the the sh- really, really tight shorts. Yeah, the shorts that so the they wore like in the 70s
0: that- in tennis, like those. Yeah, like-
3: exactly. The shorts that are so tight, you can tell what religion you are. And we just we're going what we'll do is we'll, we'll
0: we'll we'll send your wife outside with a camera and just just do we'll do 20 minute segment of you jumping the net. To, uh, Just a jumping montage. <laughs> yeah, who was Jimmy Connors used to jump the net? Jake hands jump over the...
3: I don't even know. Matt, I want to. I want to try jumping the net now. I'm gonna try jumping the net, Chris. Can jump the no, net?
0: no, not even close. All right. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day. <laughs> I
3: see faceplant coming. Is what I see. <laughs>